Okay, here we are, doing a podcast in the truck, camping, um, down on the Texas coast, doing a little red fishing, DIY style. Kayaks. Yeah, got some kayaks, um, bought some kayaks. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I think it was a good purchase. Yeah, no, it's great. You can use it for all kinds of things. Um, pike? Pike, pike, mainly. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly the first thing I thought of was we can use this for pike. Yeah, I mean besides this, obviously. Yeah, obviously red fishing. Um, so yeah, we've done done a couple days of red fishing. Weather hasn't been great. Um, today the weather cleared up a little bit. The winds weren't as heavy. Um, no moisture. But uh, what do we have? North northwest wind today. Yeah. Which and, is out of the norm. Yeah, out of the norm. Here. I think they were saying like 90% of the time you have a south-southeast wind. Yeah, which is going to switch back to tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow will be south-southeast. But um, we were kind of fishing an area. I was a little bit further and kind of a... It was quite the paddle in a kayak to get over there. Um, and we decided today... Well, last night we decided after some... Some beer drinking, obviously. Obviously. We decided we are going to go check out uh, a place close to our camp and um, kind of went and looked at it last night and looked at the map, Google Maps, and trying to decide where we wanted to go. And um, yeah, we went in there today and kind of set a goal for ourselves, I feel like, that we were going to catch some fish. Yeah. We've been getting skunked. Yeah, it's been uh, um, it's been kind of brutal. Actually, two redfish in the last four days out. Yeah, I think one was probably about ten inches, and your fish was a little bit bigger. Yeah, I mean he was maybe like sixteen or eighteen inches. Yeah. still cool eats, but uh, we're learning a bunch about it. Um, yeah, I mean today, yeah, we set a goal and it uh, it worked out for us. Today was the best day we've seen the whole time here. For sure. It was like, I mean, what you see in videos almost. Oh, totally. I mean, fish after fish after fish. Fish everywhere. Fish everywhere. That was that was the main problem with our previous excursions is we would go out for, you know, hours. all day of fish. Eight hours of bring, fishing. Bringing lunch and maybe see like five fish, but by the time you would see them, they'd be over it and gone. Yeah, water was just so big and dirty where we were fishing, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, today we decided to check out just some different water, um, different kind of... Um, I mean, what we had been fishing was kind of flats with mangroves, but the, the tides have been so high that it's hard to see the fish. Yeah, I feel like most of the time the water that we were in should have been more like ankle to knee deep, but mm-hmm. it was more like dick deep everywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And today, oh, excuse me. <laughs> today, yeah, we went out and um, we found the good water. Yeah, um, real, real where, shallow, even in the higher tide. Like 10 inches, maybe. Yeah. 10 inches of water and we we kind of rolled our kayaks in this little tiny channel this little cut 
and we're standing up out of our kayaks like looking for where we can go from this cut and I look over and there's a little lake next to us and there's tailing reds in there um and it was like oh shit this is it man like this is what we've been waiting for is tailing fish you know that's what everyone wants to see that's what we came here to do you know see tailing fish and um i was like ah screw it i'm gonna i'm gonna walk kind of over this little bank and go cast it these fish and i mean literally first cast i thought i kind of casted over them and stripped it right by the nose and it was just went tight and boom fish on and that was my first you know actual sight fishing for a redfish yeah um because i caught that little guy the other day just drifting just blind casting and i mean it was 10 inches maybe um but so we just we looked at the map right after i caught that fish and decided we could get in there and so we just barely portaged maybe 15 feet yeah i mean it was just like a you know up one side and down the other with the kayak and they're 13 and a half feet it was it was nothing yeah um we got in there and i mean there was literally fish everywhere yeah that shit was crazy i mean in the morning when the tide was high is like i mean you just you you were seeing fish everywhere and you were non-stop casting yeah, there was tails yeah, everywhere. There's tails dude. everywhere. I remember I remember one specific instance after you caught that fish where there was three different tails in three different spots and I was trying to figure out which one would be easier for me to paddle <laughs> to. Well in the kayaks like you're trying to play the wind too because you'll you'll spot a fish and you'll get up on it and the wind either the fish is moving away or coming at you or I mean there's all these different situations, but the wind will push you away. Or closer to the fish. Yeah. And so there's all these, I mean, there's tons of factors that play in with the kayak. Oh, it's totally, it's totally crazy. And we have these, like, I don't know, landscaping stakes as anchors. Yeah. And, uh. We're getting the kayaks dialed where you can kind of, like, if you do see a tailing fish that's kind of just hanging out in one area, like, you can set your anchor basically, yeah, like, Dane was saying it's just like a big landscaping stake. I mean, maybe five feet, yeah, four think, feet. Yeah, it's like four and a half, five feet long. And you basically just, you know, have a little paracord on your kayak and just shove it in the ground, and that'll that helps a lot. Oh, it'll stick you. Yeah, it'll, it sticks you. So far, I've found that it'll stick you. But right it's a matter of be. like getting to the fish and setting up perfectly. Well, and then boat noise. Yeah. I mean, like, if you fumble your fly rod at all picking it up, or fumble the paddle, or fumble the anchor, like, they're going to hear it and go, Yeah, and explode and out of there. And then and you're like, shit. There's no chance. Blew it. Once they're ripping. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, I had one today where, like, I was trying not to use the anchor just because of boat noise. And I remember my dad telling me, like, long ago. And remember that was one of the first thing I asked Sam. I was like, are they spooky of boat noise? Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but I, so, like, I've been pretty conscious about boat noise. But I I did, I got into a cove today where, like, there was mullet moving around everywhere and shrimp moving around everywhere. And, like, you could see redfish moving in there. And I rolled in and, like, I anchored, and this red just, like, 
swims right by me, and literally I just kind of flopped it over. Yeah. And just twitched it in front of his face, and it was just boom, game on. Yeah. I mean, I I caught three, like, right when we got in that lake, I think I caught three, like, within, like, probably 15 minutes. Yeah. Just boom, boom, boom. Yeah. I, uh... And I, I didn't see one for a while, but... I blew a couple shots right off the bat that, you know, the... The most memorable one was uh, one that actually ate, and I set the hook like a trout fisherman. <laughs> <laughs> and, That'll happen, dude. And he was just gone. It, like, it, you could barely feel it. It was like, yeah, there was something, but now it's gone. And he went, <laughs> just yeah. fucking flew out of there. But, yeah, it was great. I mean, the amount of shots, is it's helpful to learn that way. It is helpful to learn when you have tons of shots. When you because, get to see, like... I mean, the last couple of days, like, we really haven't had many shots. Like, we went out on a skiff twice with our buddy, and, you know, like, we just didn't have many shots. I mean, maybe, maybe three shots a day. And yeah. today, I mean, we had probably... 40 or 50 shots, you know, like... I bet I casted at 40 or 50 fish. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was unreal. And sometimes they, like, sometimes you'll see a cruising fish and cast, like, what I would think would be perfect, and they're coming at, like, you don't spook them with the cast, and they're coming, and they're coming, and you strip it right in front of their face, and either they ignore it for whatever reason, yeah. or they spook at the fly. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing. Which is crazy, because sometimes they'll eat so easy that it's like, yeah. whoa, what the You're hell? You're like, how'd that happen? Because sometimes they're like, they get spooked by your fly. It's weird, man. Like, And they don't even get spooked by the fly landing next to them or fly line or anything. It was just like, you'd strip it. Because the water wasn't like completely clear, because it was, it was so shallow. There's so many fish moving around and so many mullet and so uh, many shrimp moving around that, like, it would get muddy. How about that? How about that cove where we saw those mullet? That it was, like, a constant barrage of mullet. Oh, yeah. Oh, my flopping. gosh, dude. It was just, like, Unreal. the water was thousands, boiling. Thousands of mullet. bowling. And, I mean, I had, I had one, like, right when we first got into that lake and we were like, oh, this is the one, man. Like, this is the spot. And we jumped over, portage, got in that lake... And I was watching you, and I was just kind of drifting, just just sight fishing, just kind of... I mean, on our kayaks, we can stand up on our kayaks, which is really nice. Yeah, that's um, essential. Yeah, because most of these kayaks you can't stand up on. And these are, I mean, the size of a raft, 13 and a half feet. Yeah, yeah, dude. And, I mean, you can stand up on them and get pretty stable. And I was watching you, and all of a sudden I see two fish tailing. I mean, right in front of me, and I didn't have time to stake down, like, anchor down or anything, so I was like, ah, screw it. And I put three casts over these fish, and, I mean, ripped it right through them, and they didn't spook nothing. I was like, ah, screw it, I'm going to do one more. And then freaking thunk, just went tight, and it was like, oh, game on. Dude, that's why, I think that's why you're looking for tailing fish, is they are, they are focused on what they're doing at that yeah. point. You can get on top of them. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, you know, you think about saltwater fishing, you're like, I need to be able to haul fucking 90 feet of line in, in two hauls. But, dude, I I think mm -hmm. the longest cast I made today to catch fish was maybe 25 feet. 
which was cr- which is crazy. And I made casts a day with a freaking ten foot leader, almost. You know where you're barely casting out of your leader. Yeah, that's also. And then there's that you're doing like a flop. Yeah, you're just flopping it over. You, you know, really- and I mean this is okay. I talk a lot of shit about streamer fishing, but this is streamer fishing. Yeah, it is, but. They're not going to eat anything no, else. No, exactly. But so. it, it's completely different, you know? Like, I know I can do it and flop it over, you know? I mean, that's kind of where your trout totally techniques come in. We're like, oh, I can flop a fly over real easily. Well, that's and the I thing, can, I can even flop one and let line out and make it go 15 feet, you But know? you know how, like, trout, they'll, like, short strike a fly? Mm-hmm. If a redfish is going to eat a fly, he's inhaling the entire mm-hmm. thing. Like, there's no... There's no question. I had a couple lippers today. Oh, really? Yeah, I had a couple lippers. That, like, I actually had one where, like, I I grabbed the line, and I put my hand under its belly and lifted it with the line and my hand, and the fly popped right out. Yeah. I was like, damn. And then I had one that it just inhaled it. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. No, I had some that I picked up like a bass. Yeah. Because, I mean, when they're small... I mean, they don't even have to be The that crazy small. part is, is that, like, but we were talking about it today, too, that, like, they're so docile when you grab them. Oh, it's insane. Like, a trout will just flop around, and that's what I expected, but you can literally, like, the, the first one I caught, like, I grabbed it by the tail and just fucking grabbed it and lifted it up. Yeah, no, they... And it was fine. It's weird. It's like, it's like they know that they've been bested at that point. They're just like, oh... Yeah, yep. and I mean they'll just sit. I mean I worked on one for a minute trying to get that fly, and we're so it's interesting too. Like I've been debarbing all my hooks. Yeah, no, it's and it's pretty crucial. It is crucial because they just inhale flies, and I didn't even think about that at first. And we're fishing some flies that this guy at the fly shop gave us. Shout out to Swan Point. Yeah, Dave. Dave at Swan Point. I think it's Swan Point Landing Fly Shop, something like that. Guys are amazing over there. And, I mean, so much info. And the dude just, like, you walk in, you get beer. He's got beer yeah. in a cooler. Dude, he'll give you a beer and oh, tell dude. you where to go. He's like, how's the fishing? Ah, not great. Oh, grab a beer, you know. How's the fishing? Oh, it's great. Well, grab a beer, you know. I mean, they have beer in the fly shop ready for you. Like, grab beer, hang out, and you... He'll give you flies if you hang around and talk to him and buy a couple things. You know, he'll give you flies. Hot off the press. Here's a Yeah, exactly. Seducer, He's dude. like, this is straight out the oven. Here's a nice seducer for you. And um, I didn't realize, yeah, he debarbed them all. And then we were talking to our buddy, and he was like, oh, man, like, it's really hard to get these flies out. You know, the first one you caught, you're like, how do you get it out? And he goes, oh, it's... It, you debarb them because they just inhale them. Dude, it was debarbed. It was. He fucking took it so deep yeah. that you could just see the eye of the hook mm-hmm. in his throat. That was the second one I had today. Dude, unreal. Dude, it's insane. They he, just he inhale them. Eating it. Like, he was eating that fly faster than I could set the hook. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, basically, we were just kind of standing up on our kayaks and pulling around these flats. And there's. Nobody in there. There was at first there was one guide, which we have a suspicion of who it might have been, but we have no idea. 
famous red um, fishing guide in Texas. Yeah, famous red fishing guide in Texas, but we have no idea. We definitely saw him rolling in. His clients um, might not have been able to cast. Yeah, we did watch the guys cast a little bit, and we're we are fortunate that we can cast. Like we don't have to learn how to fish. Yeah, we can cast. Yeah, we're kind of talking about that. It would be, it would be, I guess it would be the fish to learn on if you just lived here and want to learn how to fly fish. Yeah, because you could, I mean, you could bomb cast and get precise. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you can, you can basically only have to cast maybe 30 feet and you can start getting into them. Yeah. You know, if you, if this is where you learned how to fly fish, it would be fucking very interesting, but you could do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've taken out, I took out a dude guiding on the Gunnison that, fly fishes for redfish in tournaments and he'd never really trout fish before and like the dude could not nip like he had no idea how to fucking work that thing <laughs> he had no idea how to work a hopper dropper like no idea well why would you here oh yeah exactly yeah. but he Fuck. could cast and we actually we caught a green dray catch and it was the best green dray catch i'd ever seen with a client and the dude yeah. could bomb cast and sometimes you're like dude you don't have to cast that far, you know. Like, well, that's put it, crazy. put it in front, like, just put it right here, man. That's crazy because I can't imagine casting that far for a redfish. Because no, if you if you find them tailing, dude, you can roll up mm-hmm. on them because their face is in the mud. Oh yeah, if you find them tailing, then you're golden, dude. The cruisers, okay. The cruisers are sweet because I, they, I feel like they. Sometimes they eat a little better. They Maybe do. not. I don't know, man. It was tough to figure today at times. Well, I'll tell you what. I chased a cruiser for about 150 yards before he made a turn that I could cast him. Yeah. Because he just kept going about as fast as my kayak, and we were maybe like 50 feet apart. And I was like, sure, dude, I could stop and pick that up and cast. But now all of a sudden I'm going to have to cast like 80 or 90 feet to get in front of this fucker. Yeah. So I just chased him. Because he was cruising yeah. in the same direction. And I just followed him and followed him and followed him and followed him. Finally, he made a right turn, dude. One cast. Put it right in his face. And he f- engulfed it in one strip. Just That was the crazy part, too. Like, I mean, like sometimes you'd lead a fish. And they'd spook when you'd lead them. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, that was crazy. And then you'd put it right on their nose. And they'd spook when you put it right on their nose. And then sometimes, like, you just strip it by them, and it would just go tight. Yeah. And you're like, oh, here we go. I never had an eat that I didn't completely see today. I will say that. I had I had one that we were talking about. because oh, we were a big fish, too. We were passing over small fish at times, because we were seeing so many fish that we were just like, man, like, let's... You know, honestly, we got to the point where we're like, let's find some big dogs, you know? Like, let's let's go look for some big fish. Yeah. And it was like, all right. So, I had one today that I told Dane, like, after we kind of, you know, collected, we got a little picture on it. I was like, dude, I'm so glad that we weren't, like, filming that or, you know, nobody was watching because <laughs> I did not think he ate because we had heard that this happens, basically, like, you'll cast to them, and you'll strip, and you think they spook because they blow out so hard. And I'd ca- I, would, I was chasing this bigger fish around because I saw him eat, 
and I was chasing him, and he made a turn. I casted him. I spooked him. I was like, all right, there's not many places you can go. I'm going to keep chasing him around. I I found him, and he was cruising the bank pretty hard. He wasn't nose deep in the mud because he was tailing at first, but I watched him eat a bunch, and I you know, was following him around, and I found him cruising the bank. And I made one cast at him, nothing, nothing. Picked up, moved my boat, got closer, and then put another cast in, like right on his nose, literally right on his nose. I made one strip, and I just see, boom, 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 and I'm like, ah, shit, I spooked him. All of a sudden, my fly line just starts ripping across the water. I was like, what the hell? And I started stripping. <laughs> I'm like, oh, he ate. He ate, and I just didn't even see it. And we heard that happens. Yeah, you think you spook him, but they yeah. ate the fly? Yeah, you think you spooked him out of there, but they eat the fly. And that's literally what happened. Like, I didn't see him eat, and he just bolted. And I was like, what the... And all of a sudden, my line's just ripping across the water. Yeah. And I put one strip in there, and it went tight. And it, I mean, it was a decent fish. No, that fish was sick. Uh, that was a big fish. Decent fish. I mean, maybe, I don't know, freaking... 24, 25. 20. Yeah. I mean, big fish. I feel like he was, he was substantial. Was I mean, he? He's I, I'm, I mean, dude, it's hard, hard telling I, at times. I mean, but also the belly on them like yeah you can the tell belly them, was huge you can tell they're eating yeah dude and i was sick and i was the crazy part too is like i was having trouble fighting the fish because we're pulling in all this mud that it's like you get mud all over your hands all over your kayak yeah. all over the fly rod all over the cork all over the line and it's so greasy you know, I'm like, I'm trying to fight crazy. this fish, and I'm like, oh, man, I can't even hold on to the fly rod. And at that point right there, like, I was glad I had a freaking eight weight. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, it definitely requires, you know, a stout rod to turn the big dogs. Mm-hmm. Like, once they, once they fucking... Like break a certain size range, I swear, dude, they've got a lot more gumption. Oh, they do. Like the that one, ones, that one. So, like, let's get to your big fish because you caught a freaking tank today, and we'll we'll we're gonna post that picture. We're just trying to trying to dial all this out here. Um, but you caught a tank today. Yeah, that was a big fish. Dude. So big fish for sure. What we were kind of, I mean. We talked about it a little bit, but we were like, man, why aren't, why aren't we staying closer together, you know, and, like, kind of watching each other fish and, you know, trying to check shit out and take pictures or film, and, you know, we're not big on that. Honestly, we're not, and so we're just fishing. Yeah, The no, way I dude. think about it, like, we just get we're into just a fish. lake and just go fish and leave each other and be like, all right, let's just spread out and cover some freaking ground. Yeah, and, and it's just fishing at that point. You're like, yeah, especially for like dudes that are new to this. Yeah, dude, you're just excited to be 
fishing. Oh, yeah. And, and like, like, actually casting. fish all yeah. day, actually, dude. That was insane. Actually casting and not fucking, like, just searching and searching and searching and never seeing anything. We pulled around on the skiff yesterday for four hours, and we saw a couple tailors. I think we had, I think I had two good shots. But they were like in the weeds, man, and oh, yeah, you just dude. nose down in the weeds. You just couldn't even. It was really I blew, tough. I blew one yesterday for sure. But today, I mean, it was like you get so many opportunities. I learned so much today. Mm-hmm. That was how I should have handled different shots from the skiff. Oh yeah. I mean, dude, it's unreal how you can learn so quick from from exposure. Yeah. I mean, you learn from exposure in this game. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, so, we are freaking, we did, so we ate lunch, we caught a bunch of fish in this one area, and it was like 1.30-ish or so, Yeah. or like maybe 2 o'clock, and we're like, ah, let's pull over, let's eat some lunch. I didn't realize and, it was that um, late. Yeah, because we were fishing so hard. Dude, we were in one lake for a long yeah. four hours. Yeah, we were in one lake for a while. A long time. And um, you're like, let's pull over, eat some lunch. So we ate some lunch, hung out for a minute. And you're like, hey, let's do a lap on this lake. You know, let's just let the wind kind of take us and do a lap. And, you know, I went to the top of the lake and just started drifting down. Dane went straight across and was immediately in fish. Like you could just tell looking back, he was immediately in fish and it was like, oh shit. You know, like I'm not I haven't seen one in a while. And I was um drifting down and he was in a cove where he'd seen some big fish at one point in time. Yeah, I saw I saw and you tell it. You tell it. Dude, I casted at some big fish in that cove before lunch, and, like, I wouldn't say I necessarily blew it, but, like, you know, just the way the wind was pushing the kayak, like, it wasn't happening, and then all of a sudden I couldn't find him anymore. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, okay, whatever, I know you guys are over here somewhere. But, I mean, it was, it was pretty crazy, because, like, right off the bat after lunch, I just... I hooked, like, you know, a reasonable red. He was probably, like, 18 inches. And I was like, okay, cool. Landed him. Pulled around. Didn't see anything. Didn't see anything. And I went down to the bottom of this lake. And all of a sudden, there was this big dog redfish. Like a, like a big one. It was well over 25. And I was watching this motherfucker eat. And he was just crushing shit. And, like... One of the times I watched him eat something natural, he, like, beached himself up in this grass, and he ate, I don't know what he ate, but he ate something up in the grass, and then slid back down backwards, and then started... That's so crazy, It was insane. Then he started cruising along the weeds, and so I, like, the wind was kind of pushing me at this point, so I was like, all right, I got one, one pretty good shot at this guy. So I cast, you know, a little bit, a little bit in front of him, into the weeds. And I just, I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, he's probably four feet away. So I'm like, okay, he's cruising this way. So I just let the, let the fly sit there in the weeds. 
Then I wait for him to get about six inches away from the fly, and then I just give it one strip, and he just inhaled it. No questions asked, just hammered it, which was unreal. And we hadn't really, like, got a good picture with you with red. And I remember you're like, dude, I, I, I just want to get one, you know, like, can we just get one? I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm all the way across the lake. And he's yelling at me, hey, big one. And I'm like, all right, all right, all right, I'll cruise over. And so I start paddling over. And, I mean, he's still fighting this thing, the whole paddle. I mean, it was a good two-minute paddle. Oh, dude, he, he, went on, <laughs> he went on a couple runs. Also, um, I lost my seven weight, which is a different story, but I lost that. Maybe we'll tell that story later. So I was, I was fishing um, like a borrowed rod, but it was a right-hand retrieve. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Which, Old Ryan McVeigh. All right. Let's go into that for a sec. Ryan McVeigh at PFO Life likes to freaking, <laughs> for saltwater, he likes, he's right-handed caster. He's right-handed. But he likes to retrieve right-handed. Yeah. So he'll only switch saltwater, only in saltwater. Which I don't understand. Only in saltwater. Because, dude, you've trout fish all year. And... So he'll switch rod hands and put the rod in his left hand and then reel with his right. I think that's bullshit. I, dude, I found out quickly that I cannot do that very well. Somehow, I think it's bullshit. Somehow this fish just stayed buttoned up. So Dane's, Dane's fishing this this reel. Yeah, I'm fishing Ryan's. Setup. We're we're down down a rod and a reel right now. Again, different story for a different time. But so I you know, I give I give Dane the the reel and I'm like, all right, dude, you know, this is what we got. Right I mean we can change it over. We could but, but we just didn't have time whatever. this morning. We were like, ask her it, you know, let's just let her run. And um I mean yeah. So he's he's got to switch over to reel. Yeah. He's got to switch rod hands. Which, so I'm like, I'm fishing this thing, and I'm fighting him for a good long while because I got a lot of slack out on the deck of the boat. And I'm like stripping him, you know, I'm letting him have some, stripping him. But he's giving me big head shakes, big runs. And then like, we're getting close down to the reel. So I'm like, man, I should really fight this fish on the reel because I knew he was big. I need some drag. Tire him out. And, uh... So I bet I, that was a 30-inch fish, dude. Yeah, that was a big dog. So I switched it. I switched hands, and I'm, like, messing with the drag, dude, and it was, like, too light at first, so he's just screaming line off of it. Just... And I'm like, fuck, how do I even deal with that? <laughs> <laughs> And so I start cranking down the drag. Finally, once I figure out how to, you know, hold the rod with my right hand, because I mean, it's, hold the rod with my left hand. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm like, whoa, dude, I never do this. Switching it up, going switch, dude. Yeah. Fakey. <laughs> well, that's the thing is like you have to tighten the drag while the rod's in your yeah. right hand, and then you have to switch it over to your left hand to reel. Yeah. And so I'm like 
trying to figure that whole situation out, and I'm already freaking out because I know it's a big fish. Yeah. And then I, I finally figured it out, got him, you know, on the right drag. And you got it. a bunch of weeds all over your line. I can see it from across the lake. Oh, yeah. He, There's just weeds all over your line. Yeah, because redfish, they don't uh, they don't jump and shit. They go no. digging into the mud. They just bulldog you. And so, you know, like we said, it was, it was maybe 10 inches deep. And so he's just picking up all kinds of shit all over my line. And I'm like, oh, man, this is insane. So finally I get it switched over, right, and I'm reeling right-handed and letting him take drag, you know. Let him take drag, like, switch stance, basically, yeah. <laughs> dude. And uh, then he tires out, and I get him all the way to the boat. That's a great, like, the bigger ones will just, I mean, they will give up at a point. But, yeah. like, the small ones, like, you fight them for just, like, I mean, 10 seconds and they give up. Yeah, they, they take off for sure. The bigger ones will bulldog you for a minute. No, you can you can fight a lot of these redfish. I mean, like, I'd say, like, 20 inches and under, you can probably fight them without even reeling. Yeah. I did you that could. to a few. Yeah. I've, I actually fought quite a few fish today yeah. without reeling them at all. And, like, I would let them take some, obviously. You can't just, like, strip them in, but you can, you well, can fight them with your, oh, with your yeah. hand. So I I roll over to Dane and finally get close. I'm like, oh, shit, man, that's a nice freaking fish, dude. That's a good fish. And, um, I mean, it was a tank, dude. That was a big fish. Yeah. That had to have been pushing 30 inches. Yeah, that was a big And, I mean, for a Texas red, I feel like that's pretty big. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I mean, like. We were talking about that. Like, imagine a Louisiana red. 40 inch fish dude. yeah yeah i mean texas red 30 inches that that's a decent fish and i mean we had some good shots today and a lot of fish it, on mine when i so like my drag was set too tight and on that big one like he kept wanting to pull a little bit and it wouldn't go and i was scared i was gonna break him yeah but my hands were so muddy that I couldn't turn the drag, dude. Dude, my whole body was so yeah, mud. Yeah, <laughs> you were covered in mud. You were covered in mud. Um, but, so I had to take my shirt and grab the drag and crank it back until he started pulling a little bit. Yeah. And I was like, damn, like I could not turn it at all. And it wasn't like, I mean, it's a nice reel. It's a cheeky reel I was fishing. Yeah. But... It's, like, the mid-grade model of the Cheeky. Yeah. And so, like, I couldn't... It didn't have the soft drag. Yeah. You know, like, it wasn't soft, like, one click, two click. It was, like, a hard click. You had to get a hard turn on it. And so yeah. I literally had to take my shirt and grab the freaking drag and yeah, turn it. Because oh, my hands were so muddy. I was like, dude, I can't. was on your... Was yeah. On yours. Yeah. Yeah. It's an it's a nice setup. I mean, we're fishing TFO BVKs. I mean, eight weights and I, they're we preach TFO. <laughs> we do, but yeah, it's they're good cool. rods, dude. Dude, they're great. They're great. They're a great price point, dude. I mean, the, the crazy part is like, you know, you can take a five weight and put a little flop cast real easily. Yeah. You know, and, like, flop it 10 feet, you know, pretty easily. Yeah, for sure. But on an 8-weight, it's, like, it's t- 
tougher to flop that over. Dude, especially and get it accurate. Yeah, and get it accurate. There's a lot of fish I blew just like not being able to flop it where I wanted it to flop. Almost too close. Yeah. Like your everything is a close encounter. They got a lot of room to run around for sure in those lakes, but you can sneak up on them. Dude, it's a close encounter. Oh yeah. And you're casting like a lot of saltwater, I feel like, you know, you they want you to be able to freaking pick it up all at once and okay, you're eighty feet out. Yeah, exactly. But here it's like That's dude, how my bone fishing experience was. Dude, you need to pick it up and be able to like cast seven feet. Yeah. Accurately. But there's no line to help you so you got to know where your leader is going to yeah you're basically like you're not even like hauling it you're just like trying to barely load the rod like almost swinging it dude i caught one fish today that i actually had a double haul to catch yeah and i mean it just doesn't happen like i made i haven't made a double haul really yet you know, like I only had two because of the wind. Yeah, pushing, me pushing away. you away. But crazy part was so like we're getting these lakes, we're catching a bunch of fish. It's freaking sweet. This is the best fishing we've seen yet, and we're blown away. And you know we're having a great freaking day, and we're like, all right, we need to start rolling out of here. But you know, being trout fishermen, we're like, oh, the freaking tide. It's going out. <laughs> and we're just getting stuck everywhere <laughs> trying yeah, to roll crazy. out of these lakes. And um, we finally get to our little portage point and noobs, portage dude. over. Yeah, noobs. Straight noobs. Finally get over to this little portage point and um, get over. And we get to this, um, I mean, this bank we're going to follow for a while back to our truck. And. It's pretty glassy. We're like, man, we might be able to see some fish in here. And we're spooking them, like, you know, from a ways away. And we're like, man, what is going on? And literally, we had, I think I had shots at three fish on the way back. Dane had shots at, I think, two or three fish. One was tailing. And he, like, stood up, got ready. And then all of a sudden, his kayak was 20 feet away from where he wanted to be. And it was like... Oh shit! You're lying. Yeah, you were. I was looking at you. I was like, "Oh, there's no way this is gonna happen, dude." Like, I hope you got enough line out. But I couldn't even see the fish. Anymore a good, when I was and casting. we were just kind of going tit for tat because I, I mean, I had, I shot at a single, and spooked him, and then I had a shot at a triple. I had one fish come off of the group. I casted at him. He spooked or her, whatever. And then I had another shot at the two that were hanging back and they spooked for whatever reason. I don't know what it was. I don't think I lined them. I don't think, I mean, they just spook sometimes, um, which was interesting. Like sometimes you're like, why, why are they spooking? Like, what did I do? That is the hard part because what did I do wrong? Some fish spook, some fish don't on the same cast. Yeah. I mean, on the dude, same exact cast. You had a real intimate look at a fish spooking at my fly, not mm-hmm. my cast. Mm-hmm. And I literally, crazy. I mean, we, yeah, we had one where this fish was coming at my boat. I mean, he was probably four feet off my boat, and I was watching him. 
and Dane put a perfect cast. At first, it was a weird angle. I was like, ah, oh, I don't know. And then, I mean, literally pulled it right in front of this fish. And he might have spooked from my boat. He might have, but, dude, I was right. You were fucking, right on him. Like, that fly was six inches from his face. Oh, yeah, and, and he, he could to, see it. He had to move around the fly to, to yeah. get out of it. Yeah. It was crazy. I thought, I thought he was going to eat. I thought he was, too. From my view, it was freaking inches from his face. I know. You were I mean, like, you were I was like, like, oh, oh. No fucking yeah, way. I, I did say that. I, I was like, <laughs> no fucking way this is about to happen, dude. <laughs> like, I'm about to watch Dane cast at my boat and catch a fish. Yeah, that shit was. It was pretty unreal. It was cool just to see. I mean, he spooked and didn't eat, but like. Just just to see all of that go down and the intimate freaking thing that was happening there. Oh, yeah. Cool. It was unreal. It was really cool. It was super cool to watch. Um, I mean, did we... Tomorrow's supposed to be even better. Yeah. Weather-wise. So. So, and I mean, what we were kind of hearing is like, Weekdays are the days to fish out here, you know. And today we we saw one guide boat, and I think two. There was one that was. Oh one. yeah, there was one below. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I'm not sure if we. I I have no idea the, you know, the etiquette there. We I mean we were in there before they rolled in. And we gave him a, I feel like we gave him a pretty good berth, but. Well, like I was saying, man, I th- I think it's just like we were basically the walk waiters at that point. Like, you yeah. Could, you could pull yourself out and jump up and go into any other lake system. Yeah. We just happened to be in that one. Yeah. And they were probably like, what the fuck? How'd you guys get in here? Because we came in from a portage through the back way. Yeah, we know? did. Like it was the freaking bat cave, dude. Yeah, we came in through the bat cave we, entrance. We snuck in, and they were like, "Oh shit! How the hell did you guys end up in here?" Yeah, in this lake full of redfish, and every yeah. lake was full of them. That's that's true. That's the thing is like you you'd paddle there, across, and they'd be in the middle. Dude, they'd be. They were yeah. everywhere. The amount of fish that I spooked just paddling the kayak. That like I'm looking at the bank. And then all of a sudden you look over and there's one bolting out yeah. from underneath the boat. You're like, Jesus, like, man. Like, how come I didn't see you? Probably because I was looking at the bank. But what I've kind of figured is like sun is a big thing. Huge thing. Definitely Huge. wind. But like if if you can have the sun at your back. Yeah, then you can see. Then you can see and you can actually spot them a little better, you know, obviously. But if that wind is going the opposite direction, you know, like it's get it's gonna be interesting tomorrow because the wind's supposed to change a little bit. Yeah. And yeah, who knows what could happen. But at the same time, when we're talking about wind, we're used to battling it and battling it, and tomorrow it's supposed to not be that aggressive. It's supposed to be pretty calm tomorrow. So. And today we didn't even battle it. No, there's a couple times right. A couple there. moments Definitely where you're like, ah, oh, that sucked. At the end there, it got pretty. Funny. Yeah, at the end when we were rolling back to the truck, it sucked. Um, but 
overall, man, like, we're learning a ton. Yeah. And, you know, today was a game changer, dude. I'd say, I'm telling you, it's a lucky I mean, hat, dude. We're, <laughs> it's a lucky hat, dude. I threw on my Rockies hat, and it's a lucky hat. I want the Strohs to win. Well, yeah, fuck yeah. But I got to wear my lucky Rockies hat. Dude, but I mean, we've learned everything from how heavy your fly should be. Yep. To where you should cast it. Yep. To how you should strip it. To where you might find them. I mean, we came down here knowing nothing. Nothing. Hardly. Mm-hmm. I mean, we didn't do much research. We watched freaking videos. But that yeah. doesn't teach you anything. No, because they show you some shit that redfish are just like not doing here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, huge. It was cool. On poppers, it so was cool to see tailors today, though. Yeah, no, the tailing fish are crazy, but they they weren't tailing in like fly fishing video numbers where there's like eighty of them. Yeah, it'd be like one to three. Yeah, we're like tailing. And honestly, like what we had been fishing, we brought this up a little earlier, but what we had been fishing was like way deeper water. Yeah. I mean, three deep, three foot deep. Yeah. You know, and today we got into these lakes where, like, deepest point, deepest maybe was three feet. Yeah. I mean, we were fishing a lot of 10-inch water. Yeah. Where we're just... 10 inches deep. Yeah. And you'd see them in there just freaking hanging out or cruising. Um, that was a game changer today, I think. Way easier Was finding shallow water. Yeah. And it's shallow because the tide's think. high right now. Apparently, I feel like coming like trout fishing. Like, yeah, you find a lot of fish, like shallow, and shit like that. But not like, not like this. No, where it's like, dude, you're you're looking at water that's like in, in trout. You already loaded up. There wouldn't be a fish in there, and so it's confusing. Because you're like, oh, man, like, that won't hold a fish. But you got to look at it totally differently. We're going to do a tequila shot here. Because we had a great fucking day. Yeah. Oh, you already got to cut lime, dude. You're already freaking dialed in, dude. You're ready for this. I'm ready for that. We're going to do a tequila shot here. um, Because it was a great day. It was, this is what you look for, and you know, this is your first kind of saltwater fishing experience. Yeah, this is my first time. And I, I haven't done too much, you know, I did that Andros trip, but, um, you know, I told you, I was like, dude, we were out there for six days, and we had two and a half good days of fishing. Yeah. You know, like, that's all we had, and that's how it goes. Yeah, saltwater is a, it's a completely different animal for me. I mean, I'd never even seen it before. I've been to the ocean as a kid, but like never never casted a fly into the salt until this We're week. a bunch of mountain boys. Yeah. So it was uh it was a real eye opener, real game changer. I'll definitely be back. Oh yeah. I mean we're not done. We're yet, not done. But I'll be back. So we're doing this podcast right now out of the truck and it's um saturday night saturday the 26th yeah 26th yeah, that would make sense yeah um 
and we're actually meeting up with a guide on the 28th that we're going to do a podcast with him as well. Um, but we're not done. Tomorrow's our good day. The 20, 27th is supposed to be the best day of the week so far. Yeah. And then we're going to get shitty weather again. Yeah, on Tuesday. So we're going to have two and a half good days. Perfect, dude. You're cursed. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what it is, dude. Today was All day today was good. Yeah, it was great. And then tomorrow, all day looks great. And then Monday, it's like half the day looks great. Yeah. <laughs> two and a half so good days, dude. Well, let's do a tequila shot here. Hell yeah. Cheers to that. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. Well, this is a guided trip podcast. Yeah. I don't know if we got any more to say right now. Not doing much guiding right now, but. No, but this is a guided trip. We're going to have some more info when we interview um, our guide on, on Monday. Yeah. We'll we'll get into it a little bit, but uh, maybe I'll tell my story about how I lost seven weight. Yeah, maybe it's up to you, man. I'm not gonna bring it up. It's up to you if you want to tell it. I'll tell um, the story for sure, but not on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening.